0: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are challenged with a gospel that calls all of our hearts to not be so judgmental. We ask for new eyes, new ears, a new way of living our lives through this holy gospel. Please remove all distractions, all that is dark in this place, so that we we may leave here with more hope, more joy, and a deeper desire to remain with you, Jesus, who are always with us in everything we do. We make all these prayers in Jesus' most holy and sacred name, who is Lord and Savior forever and ever. Amen. What a tough gospel. I think for a lot of us, we look at this gospel, and it's almost too real. It's almost too real. Because how often do you and I judge other people? We look at the external reality, and we forget that, There's so much more to the human person. There's so much more to life than the physical reality. Our world likes to tell us different. Our world likes to tell us, obviously you can see what they're doing is wrong. But do you know that person's heart? Do you know that person's upbringing? Were they abused? Did their parents go through divorce? Have they struggled with drugs? Were their parents alcoholics? So much we don't know about the human person, and yet we're so quick to judge. And the Lord, in His wisdom today, begins with the line I think a lot of us miss in our gospel today. It was just the first line, and it says, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives is the mountain of healing. All of our oils that we use in the church for healing, for extreme unction, for anointing of the sick are made out of olive oil. And Jesus is on this mountain to heal all that is broken in you and I, as well as the Pharisees and the scribes in our gospel today. Because even as we hear in 1 Samuel sixteen seven, it says, Not as man does God see, because man sees the appearance, but the Lord looks to the heart. And Jesus wants to heal your heart and my heart. We live in a world that says, ah, don't go to church. That's for losers. That's for weak people. Maybe. But you know what? What the world is offering us isn't working. All these solutions to heal all that is broken in us, to keep us completely external, and to never look in, simply not working. And Jesus comes to us with a gospel that should hopefully shake us up a little bit, not because he wants to judge us, but because he wants to show us how to love. He wants to show us how to be real. Real. He wants to show us how to forgive and be at peace. And the oil that Jesus uses is the oil that teaches us not to judge. For those of you who have been on this mountain the past week and a half with us having the healing mass with Father Ubald on last Wednesday and then the one this past Friday with Father Claudio, you're starting to see the beauty of going to confession, of learning how to be forgiven, so you can receive the healing ointment also of learning how to forgive others. Because true peace begins with forgiveness. Forgiveness of sins. Forgiving others who have hurt you. Who have really hurt you. And there's an invitation for all of us to stop being like the Pharisees and the scribes. And I'm just wondering how many of us, how many stones are you holding that you judge with? Because the one lesson in our gospel today, I think, is it starts just with a little stone, just a little judgment. And then it leads to a bigger one, and a bigger one, and a bigger one. And before you know it, you can do a lot of damage to somebody. And so can I. We can all do a lot of damage to people when we judge them. And we take a stone, and we throw it at them. Because in our gospel today, when we look at this story with the scribes and Pharisees, they're trying to trap Jesus. Don't know if you caught that or not. They, they said this to test him because she's committing adultery. Moses said, the law commands us to stone such women. So what do you say? Good luck trying to trap God. Remember, it takes two to tango. Where was the man who she, she was committing adultery with? To have a fair and just trial, the man must have needed to be there. And Jesus knew that. He's no fool. And sometimes we play those games we try to trap Jesus too. But Jesus comes to bless us. He comes to free us. And only the evil one comes to trap us in our sins and tell us there's no way out. But as we read in 1 Corinthians 10.13, the Lord will always provide a way out. Our trials are merely human, St. Paul says. So what say you? What would you have done? Would you have been like the scribe and Pharisee? Would you have taken that rock and thrown it? Or as Jesus bends down in humility and writes in the ground, would would he hit his finger on the stone that you dropped instead of you throwing it? Because there's many people who wonder what was Jesus doing with his fingers in the ground and there's no official saying. Some people say he was going back to Jeremiah 7.3 7, where, where Jeremiah wrote with a stick in the ground showing the self-righteousness of the people. Some people say he was writing in a way that they could see their sins. Some people said that Jesus was writing in the ground and he was writing the Ten Commandments. But other people say, and this is what I think Jesus was doing, I think he was just doodling and waiting for the people to repent. I'm guessing he wrote in the ground for a long time to give us a time to really say, what kind of person do I want to be? Do I want to be a person full of judgment, full of looking at the exterior, or do I want to start looking at the interior and being healed and delivered of my judgmental heart? Because Jesus wants each of us to drop those stones of judgment that we have. And I'm wondering, if we were there, would his finger, when he's writing in the ground, would it bump into the stone that you're holding in your hands? That I'm holding in my hand? Because it's so easy, we can all get caught up in it, and just looking at all the externals and saying, it's obvious she got caught in adultery, stone her. But what does Jesus say in the Gospels later? If you look at a woman With lust, you have already committed adultery in your heart. Jesus intensifies the law. But without love, the law is pointless. And Jesus brings us all up to this Mount of Olives to heal us of our brokenness, to heal us of this judgmental heart, to heal us of just that brokenness from what other people have done to us and what we have done to others. And with Jesus, there's always a new start. There's always a fresh start, and no one can see that, besides God alone. So a few things that we have as far as a call to action this week is just tonight, we have our parish Lenten mission from 6 until 8 p.m. at St. John's. And a Lenten mission is is meant to renew us, refresh us, and we'll have a Catholic musician leading us in a concert and praise and worship with the opportunity to go to confession, to drop that stone of judgmentalism. Because the more we judge, the less we look in. And then we say, when we're very judgmental, we think, Mass is pretty boring, because I'm only looking at the external realities. Prayer is pretty boring, because I'm only looking at the external realities. But again, the hope is that Jesus' teaching is to shake you and I up. To shake us out of our stagnant reality. And to remember that we're called to live with with heaven in mind. The other thing that we have going on this this week is on Tuesday evening, we're going to have an informational meeting on Marian consecration. One of the best decisions I ever made as a priest in my time in seminary was to consecrate myself to the Blessed Mother. Because the other person who could have thrown the stone besides Jesus today, because Jesus is not a sinner, nor is his mother. If Mary was there, she could have too. And Mary wants to teach a lot of us how to be more like her son and how to stick with her son in good times and in bad and not to have judgmental hearts. Because Mary, too, could have had a very judgmental heart. In a few weeks, we're going to see her at the foot of the cross because of your sin and my sin, what happened to her son. And on the cross... In his moment of death, Jesus says, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And then he says, Son, behold your mother. And he's giving all of us a mother. And some of us have never taken Mary to be our mother yet. And he says, Mother, behold your son. And he gives Mary to his people. Because Jesus is wise. Beyond all telling. Even in our gospel today, you see the wisdom of Jesus but also, Jesus knew in the time of Jerusalem, if you, would have, if you would have let his mother, our mother, remain alone, the chances of her being sold into prostitution would have, been, would have skyrocketed. Because anybody without a son or a husband in that time almost always was sold into prostitution. And our Lord is so good that he always provides a way out. Our our Lord is so good that he wants to heal all of us in our brokenness. So we have two options this week to get more plugged in, more involved, to know that those little stones of judgment, the longer we hold on to them, they become bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you and I can do a lot of damage. We can also do a lot of holy damage if we begin to go to confession, to place our stones at the foot of the cross. And allow the blood and water of Jesus to wash over us, to wash over our eyes, to give us new eyes, to wash over our ears, to give us new ears, to wash over our hearts, to give us new hearts. As we enter into this Mass, let us take a moment of silence and place all that judgmentalism on this altar. Because if Jesus can change bread and wine into his body and blood through his priests at this Holy Mass, just imagine what he can do with our hearts.